0: Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious 3 day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket on this weekend that I've I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything but when we conceived of building this place our home down here It's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. And besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome to Mother. Oh, it's Mother. Welcome to Mother, the show where we can explore our inner mothers to actualize our greatest selves through interviews with incredible guests, live coaching sessions, and my own experiences. We're going to dive deep into embracing feminine values and reparenting ourselves. So be prepared to show up, hold space, and be mothered in a way you never have before, but have always needed. It's time we rewrite the Mother Her Code. Hi, and welcome to dun, season three of the Mother Her Podcast. Super excited to kick off this next season, I'm going to be doing a solo series throughout November and December. It's going to focus on gratitude, self-reflection, of course, the mothering journey, my journey, lots of cool topics ahead, but I'm super excited about it. You may have Noticed also some updated artwork and description. This has been such a beautiful learning journey for me through this year, you know, really just about a year anniversary also of the Mother Her podcast. So this is very timely. I'm excited. And as I delve into this next series, I want to put out a sincere invitation for you to join me on the journey, of course, throughout it, but encourage you to reach out with questions, experiences you're having, anything about your mothering journey and rewriting the mother code, I would love to hear about. You can hop on Instagram and DM me at Dr. Gertrude Lyons or go to my website and contact me there, drgertrudelyons.com. Always in the show notes, ways to find me. So please, please do. I would love that. But we're continuing, I'm continuing to, you know, discover what's emerging, you know, and what's emerging for me as I, as I keep sharing and how grateful I've been to have such amazing guests to bring their perspectives, Um, to be a guest on so many podcasts has really just opened up a huge space for me. And I'm so, so grateful, you know, and I really have become aware, you know, of the power of podcasting and the power of sharing Experiences, opening possibilities. And it's my hope this podcast is in service of something greater, right? I really want to be making an impact and supporting people who identify as women to love themselves holistically. That when we do that individually and really take that on personally, it's going to have a bigger impact, an impact that I think could really shift some broken paradigms, certainly. It's my ideal to shift the disempowering patriarchal aspect of our world and paradigm toward a more conscious and sustainable world. I aim to deconstruct all systems that are in the way of us having the most powerful women experience we can have and rebirth from a feminist lens, really putting a nuance focused on the concept of what it really means to mother so that is, you know, my bigger hope and wish and dream as we sort through all sorts of beautiful, juicy topics. Let's jump right into today's topic. Today, we are talking about menopause. So that's a whisper in a microphone. Hopefully you heard me say menopause. And isn't it silly? Like I honestly do whisper it when I'm still, when I'm talking about it or feel a uncomfortable or notice how people are responding when I say it, because it's certainly very different from announcing that you're pregnant or, you know, that beautiful aspect of your mothering journey that everybody celebrates, right? Because that's what I'm supposedly here for. But, you know, this is a whole different place on the spectrum and place on the continuum of the mothering journey. And it really is the ending you know, physiologically of a woman's childbearing years, which are startlingly brief in the lifetime of an average woman's lifespan, because it typically ends in a woman's mid forties, which is about half of her adult life, which leaves us with like, you know, if we're lucky 30 or 40 more years in which to do something else, right? I'm going to be sharing some of my experience in my, what I, now consider my year experience so far in menopause, but certainly one of them has been to learn and discover. And I've really been on quite a journey this year. And it's really fascinating to find out that it's kind of a mystery in some ways. And there's been studies on why, if it's just a woman's purpose, which is one of my myths, you know, that you're really only woman if you have a child or you can bear a child. And then after that, you're kind of done. And, you know, that certainly has been the prevailing thought in the culture, but this has gone on for a long time and it's, it's more than just an odd thing. And I won't go into all the, there's really cool stuff about why evolutionarily it has made sense for women to live beyond their childbearing years, but it certainly uh, is Not well thought of, treated very negatively. Also, just it's also not positive for women when they start their period, right? Like, that's it's like, oh, you know, you poor thing, or the curse and all the negativity that surrounds that, which is so unfortunate. But there's differences at this end, right? This is now kind of more of a you're done for, right? And I found this quote from Freud who is one of the early people to actually start talking about it although it was pretty uh, in a pretty negative way and he said it is a well-known fact that after women have lost their genital function their character often undergoes a peculiar alteration and they become quarrelsome vexatious and overbearing all right and the medical community was similarly dismissive another gynecologist And this was just in 1966, right? The unpalpable truth must be faced that all postmenopausal women are castrates. How about that? Oh my God. And this is wired in us, right? I'm going to go into even more in a second episode about the history and the, some of the mythology, but I have to name some of it here because when I talk about my experience that I've been having this year, I'm realizing just, wow, how much of this I've you know incorporated into my thinking, into my wiring. And it's really awful. It's so upsetting. And and I'm even just looking at this year upset with myself and how I've been embracing it with such fear and, and trepidation, but oh my gosh, these just are too much. Here's another one. A psychiatrist, David Rubin in 1969, uh, wrote in his book, Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Sex, But We're Afraid to Ask. Once the ovaries stopped, the very essence of being a woman stops. Oh my God. This is just crazy. It's crazy. Also, that postmenopausal women come as close as she can to being a man, or rather, not really a man, but no longer a functional woman. Wow. I mean, that's really about all I can say about that is wow. And I'm laughing, but I'm angry and it's upsetting, right? It's just not okay. But if we're busting paradigms, we got to name where we've been and kind of what the truth is out there and what. My thinking was, now I, I can't say I was consciously thinking thoughts like that extreme, but you know for the last several years, I've been aware that I've been in some phase of this journey because while I was still menstruating, I was having one of the other experiences in menopause is something called either hot flashes or night sweats. Well, I think I've maybe only had two hot flashes, but I have had pretty persistent night sweats. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a bit. But before I jump ahead to that, I just wanted to share what kind of going through this very mysterious, this very unknown, it's so not linear. And you know, when you start reading about it and I've start reading more and more about it, it's like, well, you know, here are some symptoms that some women experience. You may have some or none of these. You may have them for a little bit before your period stops and a little bit after, or you may have them for seven to 10 years. Like that's in our, you know, linear logical world, like that's scary. And I want you, I want answers and I want someone to tell me what it's going to be like and how I deal with it. And how can I get, I was falling right into all of that. Like, how can I get rid of these symptoms? And this is, you know, really disturbing and upsetting. And it was literally a a little over a year ago at this time that I have what I now know to be my last period. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March, 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, Hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather, if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico, Zihuatanejo, meaning land of the goddess women, and coming to really take time for yourself. Okay, and that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish, it's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies, I bring it, you know, we really bring it. and. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. And they say that if you go a year without a period, that you, it means you are officially in menopause. And so that is, you know, is that an anniversary celebrate? Nope. Is that something that just kind of flies under the radar mostly? Yep, but not for me. I'm talking about it on my podcast and I'm just starting to open up and I have maybe for the last couple months been making a pretty significant shift toward opening to the possibility of this time in my life. And just the fact that after a few months of not getting my period and thinking, you know this this really might be it i don't know you know no one sends me a letter or tells me and i cried <laughs> you know i think about 3 months in or 3 or 4 months in i said i i think this really probably is happening and i thought about the beautiful journey and something that i've experienced for since i was 17 other than times i was pregnant and whatnot but it was a part of my life and i went on a huge journey at that time to embrace and having my period and make it a sacred and special and beautiful experience uh, that certainly isn't what I was taught or how it started for me, but something I've, I feel very grateful, you know, in all of this, honestly, and even to have an inkling that there might be some possibility for something greater at this phase of my life in the curriculum With Sophia, Society of Femininity in Action, founded by Dr. Judith Wright. And it was the first time I had ever heard there's power in this phase of life. It's a whole new possibility. The ability and our fertility and all of that is so raised to the forefront and thought of in such positive ways. Whereas this in our current culture is kind of like you're done for, just the quotes I read, you know, you're at your end. And, you know, what's kind of really your point here? But really, it's a time you can. Now, instead of all my energy focused on mothering children or mothering, you know, much more specific things, I can broaden that. I can broaden my mothering much more significantly. And so I knew that that possibility was there, but that seemed pretty big and possible. But all these things that were starting to happen in my body that felt very out of control and not having any control over any of this was really starting to bother me. And I was starting to have, I, and all this is happening during COVID, right? So I'm, and I started gaining weight. Am I gaining weight because of COVID? And I'm not active? Am I eating? eating, but my body feels different. While I didn't do this as overtly consciously at the beginning, and I'm doing it much more so now, I started to have an inkling like, oh, let's bring into play things I know about and what I encourage other women to do when we're going through big experiences in our life. And that is to start embracing it. And that's what I've been doing. So just mourning my last period was a big part of that. Hi there, and thank you for listening to the Mother Her Podcast. I'm Dr. Gertrude Lyons, and through my work as a professional life coach, I focus on exploring, demystifying, and democratizing the maternal power that lives in all women. Because I believe that mothering is a transformational journey that all women can and need to take with or without children. Don't believe me? Well, check out the link in the show notes for yourself. I've got downloads for women of all stages of the mothering journey. Remember to join me every other week right here on Mother, because together we can start a new conversation around modern mothering. Are you ready to rewrite the mother code? I don't know when I experienced my first night sweat, but I did know that I started doing acupuncture and I thought this isn't something I probably have to have. And I bet if I normalize the energy in my body that I I've only started realizing now, like there's other possibilities with that. Right. And really started to enter into looking at this whole journey as something to embrace and something to approach from, of course, the Western medicine perspective and understand it and understand it from a physiological, but that's only going to go so far and it's probably going to be pretty maddening. So I've really started embarking on looking at it from a more holistic, a more spiritual, a more kind of esoteric way. And I am really just in these last, I don't know, I'd say month, maybe a couple months, I'd say since about August when I was on my women's essential training, my women's elemental experience that I've really earnestly over the last few months been directing my own personal work toward this. So once I started doing that, wow, you know, things other than the, the doom and gloom of menopause are starting to emerge. I have found some beautiful books and one of them is called The Alchemy of Menopause. The Journey of Stepping into Our Power and Becoming Who We Truly Are, a workbook by Kathy Skipper. I will put this in the show notes and I am super excited. I just got it, but I've been dipping into it and she has a whole workbook and a whole thing to go through regarding the alchemy of it, right? Like this is, there's a change in my body happening, a transformation. So now it makes total sense for me to look at night sweats or hot flashes as heat, as fire. And when I think about the element of fire and a great transfer formation happening, it's like, oh, okay, there are signs of what's happening. If I choose to tune into them, you know, I can find explanations about what is literally happening in my body, but I'm not as interested in those anymore. I'm not even as interested in getting rid of them as I am using them for my own development, for my spiritual awareness practice and realize that I have this energy in my body. And I've been reading things about it being a kundalini awakening a Kundalini rising, you know, inner transformation. And now it feels like a gift. You know, to have something like this happening in me, and I can loosen up about it, and I think that's gonna make a big difference too, and I'm curious to see how that goes because I think feeling anxious about it and and having felt scared and upset about the changes in my body, I, I think we're making the whole thing a bit more challenging than it actually needed to be. So I'm really taking this on much more so, shifting it from symptom base, you know, taking care of the symptoms, trying to get rid of them to how do I embrace them, you know. And how can I, even though I don't know exactly how long it's going to go, but, you know, in my own way, create my own rite of passage, you know, and what am I moving into? And this is something I have actually been working on. And now I can kind of coincide it with my body and what's happening in my body along with it. Because this other aspect that that this author brought to light was, yes, there's the literal like heat, hot flashes, sweaty uh, sweatiness about it, but then there's the fiery emotions, right? So I think we've all heard, you know, women talked about at this time is getting cranky and, you know, anger flare ups and, all manner of getting bossy or bitchy and and all of that. And of course, that's thought of as negative um, in our culture, but certainly am seeing huge other possibilities in that, you know, and seeing similar to the hot flashes, but anger and fiery emotion flashes, going from being subjected to them, but transforming them and getting that there's a reason I'm feeling cranky and and that reason should be considered right? And had moved from the maiden into the mother phase and now moving fully into the crone phase, which I'm going to talk about even more in the, in the next episode, rather than, you know, think of crone as like this old haggard dried up woman, but this is the age of wisdom. So reclaiming my anger, and this is something that's going to be really big for me in my growth work and something I've been working on throughout my own journey in development. What does that have in store for me? And and starting to embrace and kind of looking forward, you know, to having more access to and having more of these, you know, the heat of my body, the heat of anger really brought to the forefront and brought to light. So I'm letting go of feeling normal again. and just been smiling lately because I'm remembering what it was like when I was pregnant both times and embracing you know, every aspect of it, the whole discomfort of it as the experience of what it was. And I hadn't thought about this, but for this one in that same way until recently, for me, you know, I think it speaks to the larger issue of our resistance, my recent resistance toward change and challenging emotions. You know, my fear of being uncomfortable, my fear of my anger suddenly being more at the surface and really shifting to we're looking forward to it menopause is the current phase I'm on in the mothering journey. And I love talking about it and I'm hoping it isn't just like, oh, you know, for women that are much younger to already be thinking about like that's a phase to look forward to versus a phase like, oh, you know, don't want that and certainly enjoy every phase that you're in. But I think having a big heads up that this is also another really exciting phase in our women's journey is really important. Everything about Rewrite the Mother Code applies here. Right, mothering myself first in this journey, but also, you know, looking inside myself, looking at my my family history with it, you know, what was wired in me, our cultural history, which I'll dive into more in the next episode. And, you know, what's my potential? What's my potential in my mothering journey beyond all that? You know, it just makes my heart sing. You know, this is the stuff that isn't talked about, but I've been having such a gas on this journey. I'm super excited to have the opportunity to share it and hopefully have it have an impact for you so wherever you are in your mother and journey know that there's always more to it than meets the eye and you know whether it's literally through research talking to other women you know finding ways to have a broader aspect and expand any limited thinking and dispel any disempowering patriarchal views beliefs aspects of it so that we can have this beautiful empowering experience Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to Mother. Wait, no, subscribe to Mother Her. It helps other people who need this message, a.k.a. all women. Well, actually, everybody, men included. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful, and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Gertrude Lyons or at my website, DrGertrudeLyons.com. I'll see you next time.